has this been like I don't know if this might be one of the more it's certainly one of is it the best like year ever for movies it's certainly the best year that I can recall since maybe like I don't know 1999 some something like that because I'm trying to think of like any one particular year that had I and I know for a while there you had like in the early 2000s uh, you had years where you would get uh, like 2002. You have a Star Wars movie, a Lord of the Rings movie, a Harry Potter movie, and whatever other fucking Austin Powers, <laughs> the final Austin Powers uh, gold member, uh, and other shit that I I can't remember, but I know I saw in the theater because uh, that was like college and then whatever. But just, I mean, last, you know, the last couple of years have been dreadful because there was a pandemic. So, uh, like, 2020, the movie theaters weren't open. 2021, they opened them back up, but there was nothing. There was Quiet Place Part 2. That's that's what I remember. That was, like, our first time in a year and a half. I think the last time we went to the movies was, like, February of 2020. Then the pandemic happened. Uh, lockdowns, everything's closed. And then I want to say it was, like... May or June of 2020, whenever Quiet Place 2 came out, that was our first time back in the movie theaters, spring of 2021, I guess, April, May, June, somewhere in there. Uh, And we went to, well, we went to the drive-ins quite a bit in 2020. That was nice. That was a good way to be able to go out. And there were no new movies, but all October, I feel like we were there almost every Friday night. Because they were showing Beetlejuice and Hocus Pocus and Nightmare Before Christmas and Adam's Family and all these Halloween classics. It was really nice. And with the crisp fall air under the stars, the leaves all bright, beautiful. I mean, it was dark, so you couldn't see the leaves that well. But when you got, when you first arrived, you could see them. It was nice. Uh, anyway, and then 2022, and then there were movies coming out, but they were all going like direct to remember hbo max had the thing where they're just like yeah we're gonna here's the fucking godzilla movie and this shitty wonder woman it was all it was all crap godzilla versus king kong was terrible uh wonder woman was unwatchable a wonder woman 84 whatever it's called i couldn't i couldn't get i got like oh it was it was a chore to even get through any of that movie just an absolute chore uh and then 2022 was like, okay, this is starting to resemble, <laughs> for the first time in a long time, what the summer should look like at the movies. Because you get the new, the, you had Top Gun, which brought them, you know, that was a jam-packed theater. That Jurassic Park movie, which sucked, uh, but the theater was completely packed. Buzz Lightyear cartoon, uh, which was a good movie. It was like nothing terribly memorable. Uh, and I'm not a fan of Toy Story, really. I'm honestly, when I when I really sit down and think about it, I'm not. I'm as much a fan of Pixar movies as I am of Disney movies, which is to say, I'm not really a fan. And I feel like you know Disney puts that Disney magic on everything, which is really just they've done a nice way of making you believe you're watching something that's good, but it's not actually that good. That's I'm sorry. I just feel like. Every fucking there's like 12 million Star Wars shows now on Disney Plus. I, I try to watch them, 
and they're, they all look the same, they feel the same, they sound the same. It just like, I don't, it's just, I don't, I can't tell one from the other. And it, you know, it was like, oh wow, Mandalorian. Oh my God, a, a TV show that's Star Wars. And we have Star Wars characters and there's a cute little baby Yoda. And oh my God, it's a CG Luke Skywalker. <laughs> With, but, but played by Mark Hamill in a weird way. Uh, like, okay, this is good. First two seasons, Mandalorian, great. Third season has been out how long? And it is, t- it is a chore to watch that. I don't know if I'll, I, I don't know. Uh, I watched the Obi-Wan, which was okay. And I don't really remember any of it. Um, Ahsoka, which is a character that I couldn't fucking care less about if I tried, I, I tried watching that Clone Wars cartoon when it was on. Uh, the other one was good, Rebels, but still, it's a fucking cartoon. Like, I can't, I'm not gonna, it's just, it's just not happening. Sorry. And, uh, and so Ashoka, whatever it's called, is like, and I know Hayden Christensen's on there now playing Anakin and it's, oh my goodness, look at who it is. <laughs> And look, it's the kid who, like, almost single-handedly ruined Star Wars with his horrendous acting. I know, not single-handedly. And he's a nice guy. He seems like a really nice guy. He seems like a good fellow. A good person. He really does. And if and you feel bad because, like, the fucking guy who played Jar Jar Binks. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Sorry, Hayden, Hayden Christensen, you did not single-handedly ruin Star Now it's all coming back to me. Everything that happened in those three piece of shit movies ruined Star Wars. At least those first two. The third one was okay. Had some good stuff in it, I guess, but still like the um and uh and uh and uh and uh and uh yeah, the the guy who played Jar Jar Binks, you find out like he was suicidal because he really thought like I'm I I'm he was like so happy that he was going to be bringing so much joy uh, uh you know to the kids and all this stuff and then you know ended up being one of the most hated not Star Wars just one of the most hated characters of all time and he sucks and that's why the third of those those prequel things is the the only good one because they finally by the time they got to that one they were like yeah let's not let's not have a whole lot of jar jar in this let's Let's cool it with, he'll have a couple lines, he'll be in there, he's a fucking, I don't know what the hell, he's like a fucking senator, somehow. He has an IQ of like, six, but he's, you know, well, I guess that's above the average for most <laughs> most politicians. Oh, yeah, I went there. Oh, edgy stuff. Anyway, um, but it's like, yeah, oh, Hayden Christensen, and now people like him, and they like, and he's like a good, by the way. Say whatever you want about Hayden Christensen in the original trilogy. There was, I saw the footage of him like training and all the lightsaber stuff. And it's, it is so, it's mesmerizing to watch like how good this dude is at the lightsaber fighting and all that bullshit. Really, really good. It's really good. Like, I don't know where I saw it. I don't know where I see anything anymore. Cause shit just like, cause I'm just, I'm just, my whole life is just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And then saying, well, that was a whole lot of nothing. And then five minutes later, well, maybe they finally put something good on this. Let's see. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Nope. Be back in two minutes to check up again. 
Uh, anyway, I, I am glad. I'm glad for Hayden Christensen between the Obi-Wan show, uh, you know, that brought him back as Darth Vader and then the, uh, and then this, this one now, this Ahsoka, which, and I, listen, I can't, I can't critique. I've, I've watched like half of the first episode, which is, I'm struggling to get through. Like, I don't, I just can't watch stuff that's not like immediately sucking me in. I just can't, it's just very, very difficult. And they say, oh, give it a couple episodes to get, I don't have a couple of episodes. I just don't, I fucking don't. I, if I was 17, sure. I watch every goddamn thing that they put out there and I wouldn't care, but I'm not, I just, it, it has to be like the greatest thing ever or it will ruin my whole week if I waste time watching something that ends up being crap. Um, I'm getting, as usual, getting off completely off topic here uh, because I was talking about movies and how good this year has been for movies. And I'll watch, I'm going to watch, I tried watching the other one, the fucking <laughs> Andor which is about the you know they they made like a nearly perfect Star Wars movie which is that uh the one you know what the fuck is it is it called Rogue One oh my god is that it Rogue One I can't even I can't I'm just blanking that was a fantastic that's such a good movie it's insanely good and uh and and they made this TV series that was like a spinoff of it about Cassian Andor, which I didn't realize until I pressed play because I thought it was I thought the show was called Endor and it was going to be a, was just a show about fucking Ewoks and I thought who the hell wants to watch this stupid shit? By the way, where are the Ewoks? Have we even seen the Ewoks since Return of the Jedi? I'm not like saying hey we should be seeing more Ewoks. <laughs> Less cool lightsaber battles and more uh, little people dressed as gophers. Uh, no, no, I'm not saying that. I just think it's weird that, like, they've brought back every sort of character in some way, shape, or form. I want them... They should make a show where it's just Jar... It's just call it Jar Jar and the Ewoks. <laughs> Take, like, the most annoying characters and put them on... And I don't dislike the Ewoks, the cute little furry little dickheads. And, uh, I guess they're more like bears than gophers. I don't know. They're just stupid. But anyway, uh, (laughs) they could, uh, they could do something, uh, yeah. Jar Jar and the Ewoks, uh, and then add in, I I don't know. There's, there's other annoying characters. I just can't think of them right now. Uh, oh, add poor, poor Rose Tico from that other, from the, from the, the, whatever, the, what the fuck is it? The uh, 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 the last Jedi, Je- yeah, the last Jedi. That's the second one of the new ones, and I can't even keep track anymore. I didn't dislike that character. They bullied her off social media. These fucking Star Wars fucking goobers. Man, I always thought like wrestling was the worst fandom, and now that I've had like a little exposure to the Star Wars fans, those are without question the biggest fucking losers on the planet like truly like absolutely no redeeming qualities just total fucking just dipshit fucking losers real like it's once again this is like not none of these star wars movies or shows are any hill for anyone to die on it's fucking 
It's a fucking show that's it's a movie that started with fucking puppets in space. It's fucking bullshit nonsense. And you tell it's like, it's like it becomes like part of these people's like personality. It's like part of who they are. Like this is this defines me. Star Wars define like shut up. Go away. And uh, anyway, um, yeah, they make a, sh- a show just to troll the Star Wars losers and have like, yeah, have Rose and Jar Jar and the Ewoks and anything else that uh, Star Wars people don't like, which honestly, I think just like every Star Wars character would be because like if you listen to enough of these Star Wars so-called fans, it's like, what do you like about Star Wars? Because I have yet to hear something. You just... You just want the original three movies. So why don't you just go and watch the three original movies over? Nobody's stopping you from that. Those are still there. They're still great. They're classics. Just watch those. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, What did that have to do? Yeah. uh, Oh, 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 the Buzz Lightyear thing. That's what I, I liked that movie. I didn't love it. I wasn't one of those fucking idiots who's like they had two seconds where uh there was a a a female couple uh and like oh my god it's woke <laughs> oh my god just uh, i i feel like there's there's a you know again the Venn diagram would be a circle if you did like star wars fans and stupid fucking idiots who are offended by the fact that a gay character would exist in a cartoon anyway I like the Buzz Lightyear movie. Not enough to ever watch it again, but it was fun in the theater. Good, fun, little, you know, whatever. And uh, and then Nope came out last year. And uh, uh, 2021, yeah, yeah, right. You had, like, a, a, a nice little run there. We had the Ghostbusters movie, which I really liked a lot. Uh, uh, the Star Wars one, which was fine. And the, the Batman, you know, you had some good stuff. And... Uh, and then 2022, like I said, yeah, Top Gun, Jurassic Park, Buzz Lightyear, nope. I, I'm sh- there's others I'm sure that I'm just blanking on. Uh, and then 2023, I, I feel like has just been like, it's, it's, it's almost too much. And I feel like with the writer's strike and everything, you know, it just ended yesterday. But the, the, the amount of, it's been what, like five months since anything has been done, you know, any any writing, any work, any acting, any sh- anything. So I feel like that's going to have like a major, I, I don't think there's any way that summer of 2024 can be as good as summer of 2023, but who knows? Um, I don't know what movies are on the horizon, but I do know that this year, this summer, whatever you want to call it, you've got uh, like, and let's let's not even talk about the summer, just just the entire year. Like, let's just look at cartoons alone, where you had the Super Mario Brothers movie, which was perfect. I I don't know a way that that could have been any better than it. It was just so like okay, all we wanted was to see Super Mario doing shit that we've been doing for forty years in the Mario video games, and that's what we got. That's it. It was funny. It it had heart. <laughs> I mean, in the sense that like you liked the characters. It never got too overly sentimental. It never got 
mushy. It never got like, you know, any of that kind of stuff. That's just like, okay, relax. They, you know, they didn't try to like go crazy with nostalgia. It was just like, here's Mario and Luigi and they get sucked into the fucking mushroom kingdom. And, and you know, the rest, and it was fantastic. And then they had the sequel to the best Spider-Man movie ever. And it was a, it was just as good, if not better than that. it was awesome. And then they had a Ninja Turtles cartoon that like, I just fucking, I, I can't get over how good that was. How much I loved, like I've, you feel like, okay, we've seen it all as far as Ninja Turtles there, there have been like three or four different cartoon shows there have been live action movies. There have been this, you know, video, everything. You've just like, okay, how much more can they do with the Ninja Turtles to give us something that we haven't seen before? And then this thing comes out and it's, it's amazing. It was so goddamn good. And that's just the cartoons. And then once again, you got Tom Cruise, uh, Mission Impossible, which I still haven't, we just, we missed it. And at this point, it's, I think, another week or two, it's going to be out on video, so we'll see that. Uh, Indiana Jones, uh, uh, a Transformers movie that was absolutely horrendous, <laughs> but it was still like, hey, that's a big, big budget stuff. Yeah, a Disney Haunted Mansion movie that nobody saw, that nobody said anything about, that I'm sure is probably very fun, and I would expect that's going to be out sooner than later um what else the barbie movie which was fantastic uh oppenheimer um i feel like there's like big shit that i'm like completely missing like very i feel like there's very obvious stuff that i have just like i've just glossed over or not even mentioned but anyway and then you take in the the fucking let's see what what i just want to look at the I want to look at the top charts here. Let me go over to iTunes. I know I'm missing top movies charts. And this is a little... Tr- uh, uh, no Hard Feelings. I didn't really like that one. It was weird. Talk to Me was so weird, but it was fun. Bottoms. I've watched that twice now. That was fucking awesome. That was one of the funniest... It's so absurd and so silly. Uh but it's got uh, the girl from uh, The Bear, uh, and she's also in theater camp, and she's in, she's in like a ton of shit. Um, it's her and uh, Rachel Sennett, who's in other, she's in like Bodies, 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 and these other things. And uh, it's these two best friends, uh, two girls, high school girls, they're both gay, and they start, it starts as they're going to do a self-defense class, an after-school club for girls, self-defense. And it somehow, and, and they ask the principal, and the principal's like, what, what, what does that even mean? You mean a fight club? You guys are starting a fight club? And they're like, and then, and then basically they end up, they're like, yeah, maybe we should have a fight club. So they get like all these girls and they're just, <laughs> it's just them like punching each other. And it's very funny, and it's really, like, at first it starts out uh, that these girls start this club in the hopes that the, their crushes will join the club and, you know, work out in their favor. Fucking Marshawn Lynch is the teacher. There's, like, two adults in this whole movie. You don't see any other teachers, which I – it's just so absurd and so, like, 
yeah, Marshawn Lynch is the teacher, and he's he is a gem. All of his football accolades and anything else, I don't care. I don't care. I just want to see more movies with Marshawn Lynch and more TV shows. I want. I just want to see more of Marshawn Lynch. Uh, he's the teacher, and then there's a principal who's like a total asshole, and I don't. I don't know if there's any other adults in that movie and it's a high school movie and it's just it reminds me it reminds me of like an 80s movie almost like a like a savage steve uh you know like a better off dead because it's just like it feels like reality but it's not at all like it's these are these are people and they're speaking the english language and they are (laughs) they are at a high they're at a high school but none of it is it's just so fucking silly and it's funny and and then the the finale that takes place on the football field is like wait what what's ha- what just happened? <laughs> um, I mean it's got like they're in a classroom and there's a football. All the football players throughout the entire movie are wearing only their football, full like pads, their gear. Whether they're in class, whether they're at like the school carnival, no matter what, the the football players are only in their football gear the whole time, which I think is just that little thing is hilarious. It's, it's just, I I can't, I, I couldn't love this movie more. And we watched it a second. We showed the kids and they loved it. And, uh, it was just, ah, it's just great. And I had never even heard of this movie until like, I don't know, two or three weeks ago. I had no idea. And Spider-Man, uh, oh yeah. John Wick four came out this year. Past Lives, that was pretty good. Uh, and then, uh, what else? Newly released. I'm uh, looking. Mm, Flash, don't care about that. Uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good stuff. And then, um, and then you've got, then you've got the horror movies that have come out. I, I can't get over how good, let's see. And this is this is like the last couple of years, but like I've mentioned Malum. I loved it. It didn't use CG. I just it was so like creepy and weird, and then it had like actual kind of like monsters. Which is why Cobweb is on that list too, because Cobweb had fucking scary looking like, oh god, this is so creepy. Same with Barbarian, uh Infinity Pool, X, Pearl, Talk to Me. Men was good. Black Phone. Black Phone was good, but it's a little too, like... Uh, it's, like, too sort of realistic because it's just, you know... There's a scene where the dad is, like, hitting the daughter with a belt or something. It is... It is... It is... Yeah, it's a little too real. Um, But it's a great... Good movie. Boogeyman was decent. Evil Dead Rise, loved that. Fall, which isn't really a horror movie. It's more a suspense, but that was great. Knock at the Cabin, I was shocked at how much I liked that. Missing, I have on the list, even though I'm trying to to think of what that was. Uh, Mother May I, that was good. My House, Nefarious. Oh, Nefarious was unintentionally good. Like, it's so bad, it's good. It's a whole thing where, like, this guy is at a prison talking to a convict who says he's, I don't know if he's supposed to be the devil or a demon or something. I can't quite remember. It's the actor who played uh, Powder in that movie, Powder. 
from the 90s. Remember the guy with the just ghost white fucking bald? I don't even know what the hell. Never seen it. Never wanted to see it. Uh, but it's that guy, and he plays the, the inmate at the prison, and then the guy goes in to talk to him. Is, uh, I, I don't remember why, but and he's talking about, like, uh, you know, the coming of the... He, uh, he tells the guy, he's like, you will commit three murders before our conversation is over. And it's like, whoa, okay, I'm intrigued. How is he going to commit three murders? This will be very interesting. And then you realize, like, oh... This is like right-wing religious propaganda. Oh, oh, the murders he committed are like actually not murders. It's like that thing of where you don't murder somebody, but but like certain people think it's murder because they don't use their brains enough. And so like, he's like, uh, your girlfriend, where is she right now? She's at the abortion clinic, isn't she? Well, there's a murder. It's like, oh my God. And then he's like, your, <laughs> your elderly mother. Tell me, where is she now? Oh, that's right. What do you call it? Physician assisted. You know, it's like, oh my God. Okay. So we've got two murders that aren't actually murders. Okay. And then the third one was... Shit, I don't even remember what the third one was. <laughs> but it's uh, but again, it was a murder that wasn't actually a murder. I don't know if the guy... I, I don't remember. But anyways, I don't want to spoil it. It's such a fucking great movie. But it was like, it was well done. It, it was like, all it is is these two guys, pretty much the entire movie is just these two guys having a conversation. And then, you know, the one guy, like he's like, oh my God, what have I done? Oh, my girlfriend's getting an abortion. I am a murderer. I'm a murderly dirtler. And he tries to stop it, but it's too late. And you have now committed a murder. And uh and and then and then the guy is like channeling the the devil or something and he's like, "Yes. Uh the child is now entering my kingdom. My kingdom of hell." And you hear like a baby crying and he's like, "Ah, come to me, my child." And the guy's like, "No! No!" And it's like, wait, why is the baby going to hell? That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. And it's like, it's so, it's like a crying baby, you know, because that's abortions are all done, you know, during delivery, of course. So it has to be, it has to be a fully developed crying baby, and uh, you know, not the not the clump of cells that it typically is during the, anyway. So fucking stupid. But you go and you read the reviews, they're like, the most important movie of all. Same thing with that stupid, uh, the one that's just like, filth. it's supposed to be based on a true story, but it's like complete bullshit, the kidnapping. The one with that piece of shit who played Jesus in that movie made by that other piece of shit who hates Jews, uh, Gibson, you know, that fucking guy who's like just, no big deal. He just hates Jews and he's a fucking uh, sack of shit. But uh, yeah, come on back. Anyway, it's it's, un, it's unreal. It's the group that complains about cancel culture. And it's like everybody, <laughs> all these like racist, anti-Semitic, fucking bigoted sacks of shit are all like gainfully employed back doing movies and whatever else they're doing. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so that was, what did I say the name of that was? Oh, Nefarious, yeah.
uh, the Night Sitter. That was just like stupid, but it was, it was a uh, just one of those like silly horror movies. Uh, I like yeah, what uh, the Offering. Eh, that was okay. Resurrected and eh, not great. Um, Watcher. Uh, I mean, we're going back a couple of years. I've mentioned some of these before, but but the ones from this year, it's just been like, wow, these are great. A lot of a lot of fun, a lot of fun stuff. A lot, a lot of really fun stuff coming out. Uh, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to the Nun Two coming out on video because I love the I love that whole uh, Conjuring universe, you know. And so I I, I really enjoyed the Nun One, <laughs> and uh, because the lady that plays the Nun is like they they make her she's so creepy looking it's awesome, and uh, so I'm very excited for the Nun Two. But uh, what other movies? What else is what else has come out this year? I don't even. I I, I feel like I've maybe mentioned uh, most of the new shit that came out. Uh, let's see. Looking at my movie. Yeah, I mean, there's just been. Yeah, there's a lot that Shiro's. I think I mentioned Shiro's back. It was so stupid, but I loved it. I fucking loved that movie. It was so bad, so bad, but in the best possible way. Whatever they're charging for it <laughs> on iTunes, I'm sh- it's got to be on a streaming thing somewhere. Uh, we also watched that one uh, last week that, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Caitlin Deaver, who was in Booksmart, and um, she, I can't remember the name of it. It's actually on Hulu. It's, a re- it's really good. There's, there's pretty much no dialogue. Um, and this girl lives in a, uh, you know, in a house, a little farmhouse out in the, out in the woods. And she's just kind of, she's kind of weird. She seems like a bit of a shut in, uh, lives by herself. And, and then, uh, aliens show up and, and you see the aliens. It's not one of those like, oh, the, it's up to our imaginations. That's the scare. No, they just shut. This is what I, I like this because I feel like that's lazy. You remember when we were in school, at least for me, I remember like a big thing that happened for a while and then the teacher like shut it down was that uh, we would we would do creative writing and we write these stories and then get to the end of the story and, you know, I never did this. I would end my... It's hard to end a story. It's hard to start a story. It's hard to end... Just like anything. It's hard to start things. Sometimes it's hard to end things. The middle is is okay, but, like, it's hard to get to the middle. And then when you're in the middle, it's like, okay, how do we get out of this? So writing a story is the same way. Like, how do we start it? How do we finish it? I got the middle pretty well handled, but I don't know (laughs) the other two. And a lot of people would just get lazy, and they would... And they would have like pretty decent stories, like pretty compelling stories that they wrote for this creative. And this is like third grade, so compelling at the time. I'm sure they were all t- terrible, but um, mine included. But there were be, there would be people who would get to the end of their story and they'd be like, "How does it end? You decide." And then the first time, everybody's like, "Oh, interesting. You're putting it. You're giving us the task of ending your story. Okay, that's." That's a choice. That's a choice. And then it started happening. Like more and more people were like, oh, that got a good reaction. The first and only time that that happened, I'm going to do that. And then, and then the teacher was like, 
guys, y- you need to finish your story. You need to finish your story. No more of this, like, you decide the end. It's not fucking choose your own adventure. And by the way, choose your own adventure books. You choose the adventure that's already been written, you fucking idiots. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that that's a lot of... <sighs> Sometimes it works. Sometimes it's scary. There's a thing that's coming and you don't see it. And what does it look like? And and the, the scariest thing is like, what is the, it, it's just the suspense of not knowing. But also sometimes shit can just be scary to look at. And that's why I love horror movies that have come out in the last year. Like Malum, like Cobweb. Uh, like Evil Dead, like any of these things where it's like, A, they're not using CG because CG has been scary, I would say, 0% of the time. It just looks stupid. It's lazy. It's like, okay, now I, now I know I'm watching a movie because it's CG. When you've got a person in scary makeup or a scary costume or scary animatronics or scary, you know, something that's actually a physical thing that somebody made and not... Not by like coding and not by graphic design, but just like I'm going to do a costume and I'm going to do makeup and I'm going to do prosthetics and it's all going to scare the and it works. And this, and by the way, this alien movie, which I can't fucking, what's the name of it? With Caitlin Deaver. Let me just, uh, I totally, no one will believe you or something like that. No one will save you. There you go. No one will save you. So it's this girl who uh, is kind of shunned by her community. You're sort of piecing together that, like, she did something really bad, whether intentionally or not. And it was a long time ago, but still everybody hates her as a result. And I, I won't say any more than that. So she has major, like, social anxiety. It's difficult for her to even, like, go into town Um it like it's shit's just hard for her to do so she kind of just lives alone in this house and uh and that's that and um and her car like her clothes and her car you think that like this is like the 198 this is set like maybe in the 80s or early 90s but they have it's set today it's just like she's she's so out of touch with reality that she's just like just probably just driving the car that her parents drove for 20 years and the clothes that were hand-me-downs from God knows what relative. I, I don't know, but um, and then aliens show up, and there's there's parts of it that reminded me of the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds, you know, where they're sort of hiding in the house as the aliens are, you know, trying to. And yes, those aliens are <laughs> they are CG, but in this case, it works because they're little CG movements. Although it looks kind of cheap sometimes. That ends up making it more creepy in a weird way. And uh, and I thought it was great. I, it's great. It's on Hulu. You just go to Hulu and you can just watch this movie and it's really good. Um, and then you've got TV show. You had the end of Succession earlier this year, uh, back in uh, May, I believe. And you have, uh, I think Billions is ending. Uh, it's in the midst of that, I believe, the final season. Bobby Axelrod is back. The writing is just as cheesy as it ever was. You've got Paul Giamatti's character, who's the fucking... (laughs) 
He's the fucking uh, New York, uh, what is it, the Southern District Attorney General. And there's a scene where he goes to, I don't know if it's supposed to be Barclays Center, I don't know if it's supposed to be the Garden, but it's set up for Monday Night Raw. And the ring is set up, it's dark, it's obviously long before the show, and it's just Chuck Rhodes, Paul Giamatti, and Triple H. And they're walking down the aisle, and he's like, uh, you know, <laughs> he's like, Hunter, I, I, I came, he's calling him Hunter, like, that's, it's like, his name's Paul. But anyway, uh, okay. Like, the, the, so the Attorney General, like right now, whoever the Southern District of New York Attorney General, do you think he's just going to Monday Night Raw to get Triple H's, like, legal advice on what he should do to, like, and he's like, I need your advice because uh, there's two billionaires and they're both heels, but they think that they're baby faces. And I need to do a double turn. I need to turn them both heel. And Triple H is like, uh, so you've got a game to play, huh? A game that needs to be played. And and Chuck Rhodes is like, exactly. And, and, and I'm just sitting there. It's like, it's like Paul Giamatti is such a good actor, but he's, he's such a fucking cheese ball in this show. And it's like the... The acting, whoever writes this, if it's Brian Koppelman or whoever it is, like, just thank your lucky stars that you have people who can deliver these horrendous lines in such a believable way that you can almost suspend disbelief enough to think that this is even a remotely plausible scenario. That he's just like, ah, I know what I'll do. I'll stop by Monday Night Raw and seek the counsel of Triple H. He knows a lot about the wrestling business and how to put on a television product. I'm sure he'll know what I should do in my legal wheelings and dealings to bring these two billionaire criminals to justice. <laughs> but there was also an episode a few seasons ago where Becky Lynch shows up at uh, Axe Capital at the office and starts calling out Wendy, uh, Wendy Rhodes, who's like the, she's the therapist, uh, who, you know, when, when the traders have like moral dilemmas or they're not, or they're, they've hit like a, they've hit a losing streak where they're just not making any money. Uh, and she counsels them back to being winners, <laughs> the bloodthirsty tigers that they're supposed to be. And uh, anyway, but there's a scene where Becky Lynch shows up and she's talking trash as though it were Monday night. She's like, I'm the man, and I'm here to tell you that I'm going to kick your ass. And then and then Wendy comes out and is like, oh, yeah, you bitch. And then they get into a fight, and they're, like, throwing each other on the desks and into the computers and stuff. And then they stop, and everybody's staring like, oh, my God, get security. And then they stop, and they're like – and then Becky Lynch and Wendy, like, hug each other, like, because they're old friends somehow. It's like everybody – everybody's old friends with, like, all of the, all of the celebrity chefs – and rock stars and business like everybody just knows everybody everybody gets the same references to the same stupid 70s movies that are referenced in a, like an embarrassingly comedic unintentionally i think i i don't even know it's just but god damn it if i can't stop why well, i've been watching it since the beginning and i'm i'm not gonna stop now and i'm glad that it's the final season because it's just like oh my god uh then you got yeah you got like the twelve million Star Wars shows. I'm still catching up on Star Trek Picard, uh, which you know that 
that'll take you a long time to get through that horrendous second season. But once you get to the third season, like, okay, here we go. Oh, look at this. A, 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 a show about space uh, that had about 10% maybe of the second season took place in space. And I get it. It was like pandemic stuff probably limited them in a major, major way. But now season three is like they're in space. There's Picard and there's Riker and there's Worf and there's Crusher and there's everybody's there. You know, the whole the whole gang, the whole gang. And uh, I, I Jordy LaForge's daughter is one of the people on the ship. So I'm sure Jordy LaForge himself will be there soon enough. I'm, you know, it's just like because that was my Star Trek when I was a kid. I wasn't into the original series at all. I didn't want to see any like old shows that looked like they were from the sixties or seventies. And, um, and, but then, you know, in the late in, in 1987, I think was when next generation came out. And, uh, and I, I was hooked. I was like, okay, this is, this is, this is for me now. Um, and so anyway, so I, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm very happy to see these characters back on, on Picard. And I have, of course, since become a huge fan of Star Trek, the original series. I doubt that I'm going to go and watch those, the other ones from the, no matter how good they are, like Star Trek Enterprise and Star Trek, uh, uh, Space Station Alpha or whatever the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my God. I, it's, it's, I, I know the names of these shows, uh, Star Trek, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, Deep Space Nine, is that it? Yeah, because there's the one with uh, Sam Beckett is one of the, is the captain, and then there's the one with Captain Janeway, and I feel like there's another one that I'm missing. And then there was Star Trek Discovery, and now there's Star Trek Strange New Worlds, and Star Trek Picard, and I don't care. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And it's just like Star Wars. Like, why would anybody be upset that they just keep cranking out Star Wars shows? Like. Watch it or don't watch it. That's all. Just watch it. If, and if you like it, keep watching it. If you don't, turn it off. And I may go back and finish the Star Wars. I probably will. But, uh, but either way, there's just like... We haven't, even, we haven't even gotten to the new season of Only Murders in the Building. And it's been out for a month, or if not more. Which is kind of by design, because I'd rather watch it during like leading up to Halloween. I just, I think it's a better, it's a better fall show than a summer show. So I, uh, the new season of, uh, after party, uh, we watched, I think maybe the first episode or two and we have to get back to that. What we do in the shadows was a brilliant season this year. Loved it. Sunny in Philadelphia, as I mentioned, uh, maybe the best episode of the entire series was the finale. Dennis's mental health day. Um, it's just too much. And then you have video games. It's just like, oh my God. I guess the good thing about a pandemic is you go a couple of years without anything coming out and then suddenly everything comes out. And it's like video games, like I'm, I'm playing, not only playing, but actually enjoying Baldur's Gate, which on paper, I'm not a turn-based guy. I don't like turn-based games. I'd rather, I want to I wanna run and, uh, and hack and slash and you know do everything in real time. But I'll be goddamned if Baldur's Gate isn't Baldur's Gate Three isn't fucking fantastic, and then you got Starfield that just came out, which is a Bethesda game, uh, and I'm I'm loving that so far. I've been playing Returnal, which I I'm not a rogue like 
guy, uh, uh, roguelike meaning the, the video games where you get as far as you can and then you die and you go all the way back to the beginning and you do it all over and over and over. And yes, each time, you know, maybe something changes. Maybe the layout changes. Maybe the this door leads you to something else. Maybe there's new power-ups. Maybe the enemies are different. Whatever. They change it up enough, but still, I'm not... I, I want to just go. And when I finish something, it's done. And I just keep going. Um, but it's... Returnal is, is very good. It's very good. Uh, Street Fighter VI. Played a little bit of it. That seems pretty good. Uh... My God, they just put a new cyberpunk update thing came out. The, the new uh, the new update for the original cyberpunk, and then the new like DLC kind of thing uh, that everybody's giving rave reviews. Uh, I, I can't even I can't even think of all the the, the lies of P, <laughs> which is a stupid name, but I haven't I haven't even played it yet. I downloaded it, haven't played it. Uh, there's a Spider-Man game coming out in October that looks awesome. Uh, there's a new Mario game coming out. The new Zelda game came out this year. Um, I haven't even touched it. I just haven't. It's like there's there's too much. There's actually now too much. Uh, and that's in addition to... Uh, yeah, listen. Uh, we're not supposed to say this. We're not supposed to admit that we're playing Hogwarts Legacy. But I played the shit out of Hogwarts Legacy. I don't care. I, I don't mind telling you. Because, it was, you know, the controversy, because J.K. Rowling is a complete piece of shit. Like, she is fucking trash. She is big fucking trash lady. Um, and so when that game came out back in uh, February, March, whenever it was, everybody's like, don't buy this game. Because that will just validate J.K. Rowling's horrendous opinions and the way that she believe you know it'll just validate everything that she's doing because it's going to make her richer and richer and my take was two things first of all i mean i guess i i guess i have a uh i, I guess to me it's like if i'm going to start cherry picking the things that i do and do not boycott like if i'm gonna if i'm gonna not buy a product of something that comes from a horrible person I'm probably, like, I guess, I don't know, I can't drive cars, I can't put gas in my car, I can't watch television, I mean, like, who isn't, who isn't a fucking horrible person? Like, really? Like, I've been watching wrestling for 30 plus years. Vince McMahon is one of the biggest pieces of shit <laughs> that there, he's just a slime ball, just a complete slime ball. but goddamn if he didn't put out a product that I fucking have been loving since the early 90s. And so, like, is Vince McMahon, like, best friends with Donald Trump? Yep. Is Shane McMahon, like, good buddies with Ron DeSantis? Yep. Uh, but you know what? Fucking A, I'm watching it. <laughs> I'm watching it still just as much as I ever did. Um, so, like, I, I kind of I thought, like, but this is a game that I really want to play. And... And also, like, the, I have an advantage of sorts because my oldest child is transgender. And I said, hey, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? I, I, if, because honestly, if my kid said, I would be really disturbed and bothered if you bought this game. Don't, please don't buy it. If you love me, do not buy it. And then I would say, okay, that's it. Easiest thing ever. I'm not going to buy it. 
But I asked my kid, and I was like, what do you think? Because, like, J.K. Rowling, like, I don't want to I don't want to lead you in any direction. I do want you to know what a piece of shit J.K. Rowling is. And and my kid was like, I don't I don't care. Like, I, <laughs> my, my kid was like, the game looks stupid, but if you want to play it, I'm not going to be offended. And I kind of said, okay, good enough for me. <laughs> and, uh... And then my kids would proceed to make fun of me every time they saw me playing the game, which was most of the spring and into the summer. Uh, and I think sometime back in maybe like July or August was when I beat the game. It's a, it's an easy game. It's a fun game. And it's like one of my favorite games ever. And I'm still playing it. I'm going back through. I played it as uh, as a Hufflepuff, even though I hate Hufflepuffs. I hate I hate that house. I hate that name. I think the Hufflepuffs are like the losers of the school. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, but but I read that like if you do the Hufflepuff path, you'll go to Azkaban prison in a way in one of the quests, and that doesn't happen the same way in the other, you know, if you're a Slytherin or a Ravenclaw or a Gryffindor. Okay, so I beat it as a Hufflepuff. Um and they also have a cool uh, dormitory. You know, their their uh, the Hufflepuff house where all the kids live looks like a fucking you know it looks like the Shire from Lord of the Rings. It's it's neat. Um, but then I went back and I'm like, I've got it. I've got uh, my. I've got one save that's the Hufflepuff one where I have like you know everything beat and. I'm not going to hundred percent it because it was, there's just too much stuff that I'm not interested in doing. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I've got all the spells. I know all the unforgivable curses. I can Avada Kedavra people and it's great, uh, flying around on the broom. I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful game. It's, I think the graphics are great. The gameplay is great. Uh, I think the, uh, the soundtrack is great. It's just, it's like, wow, this is, this is awesome. And you know what? I want more of those games. Sorry. I just like, I, I, to, I don't know. It's, it's like JK Rowling isn't the only person who has anything. Like there's people who's, uh, you know, whose employment depends on the success of these things who don't believe any of the shit that she believes. And that was kind of like, that was kind of what my kids like, you know, my, my oldest child uh, said like, yeah, there's, but it's like, did she make the game? No. Okay. She created the characters in the world that the game's set in. Um, and she's going to make a shit ton of money off of this game if it's successful. But like, there's also hundreds and hundreds of other people who had a part in this game who have nothing to do. Like, and then the argument online is like, well, they already got paid because they already finished the game. So, it's like yeah and i want them to get paid again to make a sequel to this game because i want to play more shit like this so yeah and i'm not fucking made of stone so uh yeah that's that's been a big one for me uh what else god of war ragnarok which i guess did that come out in 2022 i don't even remember that's that's a good one uh there's the jedi game that came out that i've barely played uh i've actually been playing ratchet and clank on playstation which i'm i've never been a ratchet and clank fan at all um but this one 
I'm, I'm quite enjoying. I, I think it's really good. Uh, what else? Uh, the voice is starting to go. So I, I, if the voice is starting to go, then I'm probably starting to go. Uh, there, there's other games that I probably haven't even, uh, <laughs> haven't even mentioned because I've forgotten because there's so, there's so damn, it's ridiculous how many games are out uh, this year. Games, TV shows, movies, music. Like there's just, I, I don't know. It's, it's like, it's too much almost. And I don't want it to end, but it will. And then it, it, before long, we'll be saying, oh, my God, what a terrible summer for movies. Oh, man, there's no good music coming out this year. There's no good. Hopefully not, though. I feel like that's never going to be a problem with music because it's not, you know, everybody's like, what? You know, you can, you can look at different decades and different eras and say, like, oh, this was the era of, like, you know, rock and roll. This was the era of whatever hip hop and this was the era of alternative and but like i don't think that's ever going to happen again because you can just go like they have um they there's just like every genre of music is being created like all the time so oh yeah armored core 6 i'm not a i'm not a mech guy i don't like those big mech things but goddamn, if I didn't play Armored Core Six, and uh, and really quite enjoy it, um, except it's it's very hard. I don't like that. <laughs> I didn't realize it was uh, it was a uh, you know from soft uh, 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 Namco Bandai thing. So like, oh okay, it's really it's really challenging. Um, what else? There's some yeah, you know, Liza P. <laughs> Uh, there's these, there's these fun little side scrolling like Minoria and, uh, what's the other one? There was one, uh, uh, Ender Lilies seems pretty good so far. I haven't played a lot of it. Uh, yeah. Returnal's good. Starfield, um, Texas Chainsaw Mask. I haven't played that yet, but. Yeah, the WWE game that came out this year was the best of uh, that they've had in a long time. It's just like it's it's a lot, and uh, that's very that's very fun. It's very exciting. It's exciting stuff when when all this all, but it's almost like overwhelming at the same time. Uh, yeah. So lots of lots of good shit. Lots of good stuff coming out, and that is out, and it will be out, and whatever. So <laughs> anyway. It's it's been it's been good. It's been a fun little it's been a fun little year for 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 all of the all the different forms of entertainment. Uh it's been fun to go back to the movies and see like, you know, these big blockbusters and there's actually like comedy movies that they put out. That's again, uh, Bottoms and Theater Camp. It's not it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but I I like that shit and I thought they were both really good. And uh, even the stupid, like, Vacation Friends, they had that sequel with Lil Rel Howerly or whatever his name is and John Cena and other people that I can't remember. And those are just, like, to, you know, to get those movies for free on Hulu is like, yeah, this, I, I, I don't know that I'd want to go see it in the theater, but it's, it's like, okay, they're, they're still making shit like, oh, Wrestlers on Netflix? Oh, my God. 
It's so fucking good. It's only like seven episodes, and I want more, more, more. But what a what a fantastic show! It's a documentary series, seven episode, hour each, give or take, and it's OVW Ohio Ohio Valley Wrestling, which is it used to be. Uh, they used to have deal with a partnership of sorts with uh, with WWE. It was like a feeder system. Basically, before NXT became the place where the you know the stars of the future uh, are are learning and honing the craft in the WWE way uh, on a on a smaller stage, um, but still a very large stage. Uh, before NXT, they had uh, Florida Championship Wrestling and Ohio Valley Wrestling. I think were the two uh, sort of territories, the two sort of organizations. Um, that, uh, that were like the farm league for WWE before NXT, it was Florida championship and Ohio, Ohio Valley wrestling, Ohio Valley, (laughs) OVW, uh, some of the graduate, the class of 2002, like famously is John Cena, Randy Orton, Dave Batista, Brock Lesnar, Shelton Benjamin, Charlie Haas, like all these it's it's crazy like the number of uh i uh, it's it, yeah you you look at the people who went through ohio valley wrestling and it's 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 a pretty legit list and and not just 20 years ago but even more recently too uh so so you watch this and it's like okay well there's some of these wrestlers you'll probably never see in WWE for various reasons uh some of these wrestlers look like they could potentially be the next big superstar um like the guy who was their champion he got injured and i can't remember his name um the guy from india who was just very very humble but he has like he's a good looking guy great look great physique very talented uh just a very like he seems to me everything you could possibly want in a wrestler um like a lot of sort of john cena like qualities but just not not annoying like John Cena can be, uh, you know, with the sort of heavy-handed the hustle loyalty. Anyway, um, but hell, it worked for John Cena, so what the fuck do I know? Uh, and then there's this Hollywood Haley J who's like, oh, man, she's like, I don't, could she make it? Is she young enough that they could sort of remold her in the way that they, because, you know, she's, she's very much... Uh, the, the gimmick, the character, and the real person, it doesn't seem to be a lot of difference, and that could be problematic. Um, and uh, and then they've got her boyfriend, who's just a complete piece of trash. Uh, the whole time, like, he's dating a female wrestler, and he spends the, the whole series talking about, like, man, oh, this female wrestling, what, it's too much. I don't want to see that. That's stupid. It's like, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> This isn't, uh, you know, this isn't like fabulous Moolah and and Rock and Robin and like there's nobody else. It's just like, I it's it's if you are looking at the female wrestlers of today and of the last twenty years and saying, boy, they're boring. Uh, get them up. It's like, no, in 1995, Bertha Fay would come on and have a match, and that was like, okay, time to fast forward, time for a bathroom break, and and it's nothing like that now. 
Like still WrestleMania this year, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley is still my favorite match of that whole weekend. Like that's something that you know, once upon a time wouldn't have you wouldn't have even thought that like, how is that possible? Because they there weren't a there weren't any women's wrestlers, and b uh, the ones that they had were not not the there was like maybe one or two at any given time who were good, um, and they were never in the ring together. <laughs> with the exception of Alundra Blaze and Bull Nakano at SummerSlam 94, which was the first time that I said, oh, shit, there's really good women's wrestlers. Alundra Blaze just hasn't ha- – they don't have any women for her to wrestle that we would that would let us know that she's a good wrestler. And now they got Bull Nakano coming over from Japan, who's an excellent wrestler, and, uh, and, and such a unique look and everything about her. And it's like, okay, I want more of this. And so naturally – uh, we never we had more matches with Bull Nakano and Alindra Blaze, but they were never on any pay per views. So like okay, and then and then Alindra Blaze went to WCW, threw the women's title belt in the trash, as we now know, and uh, the infamous dumping in the trash of the belt, and that was the end of the women's division for many years. And then when they brought back women's wrestling, it was like yeah gravy bowl match and the bra and panties and all that stupid shit and um and now it's just like i i don't even think of you know i used to be like oh okay the women's match is coming on we can fast forward i don't even separate the two it's just like oh oh this one's oh okay oh bailey's in this okay this is gonna be a good match oh rhea ripley's coming out I drop everything i need to see this it's it's like it's completely it's just so different. So for this numbskull to sit there on this thing and be like, oh, man, women's wrestling, dude. And he's dating a female wrestler and her mom is a wrestler and in the business. It's like, what are you talking about? You stupid hillbilly. Um, but anyways, wrestlers on Netflix is really good. All right. And now it's starting to, yeah, okay. Time to go. Uh, yeah, we'll do the football stuff soon. Uh, and 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 whatever else but i just uh, wanted to talk about movies and stuff and just uh, ramble on for a bit okay but that's it for now talk to you next time later gators